Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Friday, December 2nd, and we've got the news you need and want to know. Here's the latest. President Biden has signed the rail agreement into law, avoiding a catastrophic worker strike. The news comes after the Senate passed the legislation yesterday. An amendment that would have given staff seven paid sick days was rejected. The vote also made impending strike action illegal. Some unions had accepted the deal struck back in September over workers' rights, but four were still threatening to strike. Business leaders and politicians alike said the strike would have caused huge damage to the U.S. economy. A court has blocked Donald Trump from using a special master to shield Mar-a-Lago documents from investigators. The federal appeals court panel, made up of all GOP appointees, said they can't bend the rules just because Trump is a former president. Trump wanted the special master to block the Justice Department from seeing some of the 13,000 documents seized at his Florida home in August. But this ruling means investigators can now continue investigating whether Trump mishandled important information from his time in the White House. Alex Jones has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in Texas. Earlier this year, the right-wing conspiracy theorist and his company Free Speech Systems were ordered to pay nearly $1.5 billion in damages to the families of victims of the Sandy Hook massacre. That's because Jones had, for years, falsely claimed that the shooting, which killed 28 people, was a hoax. Jones's company also filed for bankruptcy back in July. The filing says that Jones's estimated assets are between $1 and $10 million, while his liabilities are between $1 and $10 billion. But a lawyer for the family said, quote, this bankruptcy will not work, adding that the judicial system will hold him accountable. There are now more than one million same-sex households in the U.S. That's according to the latest survey from the Census Bureau. Nearly 60 percent of those couples are married. Washington, D.C. has the highest percentage, followed by San Francisco, Portland and Seattle. These record-breaking figures show a dramatic shift toward acceptance, especially as Congress inches closer to codifying same-sex marriage. The stock market was mixed at close today. The Dow was slightly up and the Nasdaq and S&P were slightly down. Traders are still parsing the results of November's stronger-than-expected jobs report, and they worry the Federal Reserve will take it as a sign that it has more work to do in order to get inflation under control. Insider's Max Adams explains. In normal times, this is really only a good thing. But in 2022, what this means is that the Federal Reserve will take this as a sign that it has more work to do in order to cool down the economy and get inflation under control. 
In some scenarios, analysts believe the Fed will ultimately tighten the economy into a recession next year, in which case the stock market should brace for more pain. On Friday, Bank of America analysts warned that after this period of robust hiring, the U.S. is going to shed jobs at a higher rate next year, and that markets will be shocked by unemployment, similar to how they were shocked by inflation in 2022. It's official. A jukebox musical based on Britney Spears hits is debuting on Broadway next summer. Once Upon a One More Time is scheduled to open on June 22nd, and members of Britney's fan club will have first access to tickets. The pop star is not involved in the show's production. Still no word on casting, but a version of the show was first developed by the Shakespeare Theatre Company in D.C. to mixed reviews. The show bills itself as flipping the script on classic fairy tale characters. Hey, in case you haven't noticed, we're publishing our first episode a little bit later in the morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern instead of our usual 7 a.m. As always, we'll be updating throughout the day with any breaking news and we'll publish our final episode each day by 4.30 p.m. Eastern. So again, we start every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern and thanks for listening. Get ready to start seeing more Teslas on the road. Tesla Semi-Trucks. The company delivered its first all-electric heavy-duty semi to PepsiCo on Thursday. At an unveiling event in Nevada, Elon Musk said, And so if you're a a truck driver and you want the the most badass rig on the road, this is it. The truck is supposed to be much easier to drive than other semis, and Tesla says it can go up to 500 miles on one charge. Tesla first revealed a prototype of the vehicle five years ago, prompting Pepsi to order a hundred of them. But pandemic supply chains slowed the release. And at yesterday's event, Musk did not commit to how much the trucks will cost or how many are being produced. With plastic waste piling up on beaches and floating in oceans, 2,000 experts have met to try and figure out some kind of plan to tackle it. But not everyone agrees. Some countries, including China and Saudi Arabia, want to go at it alone rather than a team approach, while a group led by Norway and Rwanda want to end plastic pollution by 2040 through strict measures across the globe. There doesn't seem to be much of a rush. Meeting number two of five is scheduled for the spring. Balenciaga's creative director has broken his silence on the brand's controversial holiday ad campaigns. One featured children holding teddy bears in bondage gear. The other showed documents in the background referring to a Supreme Court ruling on child porn. Designer Dimna Vasalia apologized on Instagram for the now pulled campaigns, saying it was, quote, the wrong artistic choice. When researchers compared the brain scans of teenagers before the pandemic and after, they found some alarming results. Turns out the stress of lockdown prematurely aged teenagers' brains. MRI scans of over 100 teen brains found enlarged amygdalas. That's the area of the brain that controls stress and fear. Memory functions were also affected. Before the pandemic, these changes were only found in children who experienced trauma, abuse, and neglect. Now, teens appear to be at a higher risk for depression, anxiety, addiction, diabetes, and even cancer. 
It's not every day you see a job listing with wholesale slaughter listed as a requirement, but these are unprecedented times. New York City Mayor Eric Adams posted a job this week for Director of Rodent Mitigation, or Rat Czar. Basically, in the role, you'd be developing diabolical plans to decrease, uh, you know, kill the giant rat population that has taken over the city. The job listing says the ideal candidate needs to be somewhat bloodthirsty and cunning. <laughs> Yeesh. And if you're up for the job, you could pocket a nice $120,000 to $170,000 salary. That's a lot of cheese. Make sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's Friday, and we want to give a shout-out to the team that makes our show. The Refresh from Insider is produced by Grace Eliza Goodwin, Frank Alito, Dan Gooding, and us, Dave Smith. And Rebecca Ibarra. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. As always, thanks to Andy Bowers for his guidance and our senior producer, Rob Gunther, who's spending time with his new baby. We hope you have a great weekend. <laughs>